Hello and welcome to the Two Beers Show. I'm Adam. And I'm Alex. If you're joining us for the first time, we're just two ordinary guys who like to drink a bit of beer. And uh, we've been scouring the country for some new and interesting beers for us to taste and talk about. Sometimes we talk about some celebrities that we might have seen around town. Bit of beer news, sometimes a game. Nearly always a game. Always a game. Yeah. Quiz. Mostly a quiz, let's, let's be honest. Sometimes, yeah, always a quiz. This week on the show, we've got Magic Spells Brewery from Leighton in East London. A new brewery, only around since 2016. 2016. And we'll be tasting their Hackney Hair Pale Ale and their Craft Lager. They look really nice, don't they? Uh, this will be the first of two shows featuring Magic Spells, as we've got a couple more of their beers, so it's going to be a lot of magic. So we'll go straight into Celeb Spots, well, Alex. We could do. Um, but you've forgotten who you no, are. Yeah. Sorry. No, I've got it again. The, okay. So there were two. In the, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. There's been two. First one on the tube. Nice. Good spotting. Good spotting place. Yeah. It is. Simon Callow. Oh, nice, nice. The Shakespearean was, yeah. actor. He was uh, looking pretty great. Bit of tweed. You don't see him getting the tube, but nice. Lots of shopping bags. What kind? What bar- What brands? We took. I think f- it was an assortment. Food shop or clothes shop? I couldn't see. There was. They weren't the see-through bags. Oh, I, see. I think he just had a lot of bags from various places, and he was helping the environment by reusing them and getting the tube. Very good of him. Yeah, and getting the tube. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Do you remember your second one? I do. Who's that? Andy Circus. No, really? Yeah. That's a good one. Where was that? In T- Tesco's in Crouch End. Really? He must must be around, live around here. Or he's there. A, he's there. a North London Crouch Ender. That, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's a nice nice spot. Yeah. Uh, okay, those are two. He was complaining about the line. He was grumbling. Was he? Yeah, it was good. It was a good grumble. In a golem voice? No, in a golem voice. I was a, but the person in front of me went, let's go. Because he's not the he's most recognisable name. He's not, but he's done quite a lot of things. He's like, done he was the well, mostly the, as CGI animals. Yeah, he's the planet. If one of the apes in the planet of the apes, he's Kong in King Kong, isn't he? In the not the newest one, not oh, Planet of the King Kong or whatever it's called. Kong of the Apes. Yeah, I don't know. In the in the one that Peter Jackson did after. Oh right, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Might be wrong. I don't think I've seen, ever seen any of those films. The King Kong films. I've never seen a King Kong film. No, nor have I. Talented man. Yeah, prolific. Okay, now not to belittle my celebrity spot, well, but from it's kind of a different spectrum slightly. <laughs> okay, let's say. Do you recognise <laughs> this man? I do not recognise that man. You don't recognise him? No. Oh well, this is that's okay. fine. You did. I did. I saw him in uh, in Seven Dials in Central London. Oh, very very nice. He's he's Daniel Mays, for any acting buffs out there. Daniel Br- Mays. Daniel Mays, British actor. He was pilot number three in Pearl Harbor. He was briefly in EastEnders. He's been in Atonement. A bigger role in The Bank Job and Hustle TV series. He's in Ashes to Ashes. He's in the Dad's Army movie. Oh, bloody hell. And a role in Star Wars Rogue One. Did he? Yeah, I don't, I don't Pilot think. number 65. Perhaps. But he's like that face that you see, like young, bit cockney... Kind of. I initially thought he was because I didn't know what his name was, but I knew his face, and yeah. I initially thought he was in a Lockstock or Snatch or a Guy Ritchie thing. But uh, it turns out he's not. He's not in that. It took me ages to try. And, if you don't know someone's name, yeah, but you know their face, yeah, and you, and you know, know exactly what they do, oh yeah. yeah, or just like they're an actor, it's really hard, yeah, to track, track them down. What did you do? I 
scrawled on Google Images for ages with the search British actors under 40 and eventually his face popped up and I was like, bam. That's, well, that's, yeah, that's good, good hunting. There you go. Daniel Mace. But Daniel Mace. Some circus and Callow in one week. Yeah. That's uh, all, all actors. That's a really good guy. Right, shall we drink some beer? Yeah, I'm parched. Parched indeed. Okay, well, which one would you like to go first? Are these the Hackney Hair Pale Ale from Magic Spells or the Craft Lager? Would you? Um, and we'll swap at some point as well. I'd like to start with the Craft Lager if that's right. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. That's really, really good, isn't it? It's got Ref- so much. Yeah. Refreshing. So Little background on the brewery, Magic Spells, as I said, they're a new brewery in Leighton in East London, established in 2016. Uh, they've got a core range of just, I think, three or four bottles, mm-hmm. uh, but they're adding some more specials, collaborations and guest beers this year, they say. They say they've just put their twist on classic old and new world brewing techniques and recipes. Yeah. Uh, the brewery sources most of its malt from the UK, plus British hops, boosted by punchy flavoured hops from New Zealand and America. Um, also in the range, they've got an uh, American pale ale and an India pale ale. You, they're both to come on another podcast. We'll be drinking a couple of those yeah. in the weeks yeah, to come. Absolutely will, yeah. And they're currently about to bottle a double IPA and a stout, which yeah. would be quite interesting. The Craft Lager, 4.2%. Um, they say it's forged out of traditional European hop varieties such as Pearl, Sars and Tetnang, of which I wonder how many of those I said incorrectly. Yeah, Sars isn't worrying. They say it's a fine, easy-drinking, light and floral Craft Lager. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd it agree. It really is. It's got, it's, and it's for, I mean, for a lager, it's just got a lot of, a lot of flavour. Mm. It's definitely more flavourful. Hearty, isn't it? It's nice. This is a bit hoppy as well at the back. Yeah. It's like a light, light IPA. It is. It's nice. Ratebeer.com suggests that it is grassy with subtle citrus notes, mild gooseberries on the finish. Mild gooseberries. I mean, come on now. Mild gooseberries? Um, that's out of my tasting range. I don't know what a gooseberry tastes or smells like. Or mm. maybe even looks like. They're the green ones, aren't they? Oh, right, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. We got they that. Look like an unripe tomato. Yeah. But can't remember the last time. That, when was the last time you had a gooseberry? I can't ever remember having a gooseberry. I don't this think I've ever had a gooseberry. Might have been in a cake by mistake that I didn't make. Pretty fancy. That's gooseberry that. cake. That's wrong. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's delicious. Gooseberry or no gooseberry. Mm, that is nice. From parched, that's hit the spot. No, it has, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Um, so as we sip away, we'll be noting a few tastes down. We'll reveal those at the end of the show. And move on to a bit of beer news. Have you got any got news from the world of beer this week, Alex? I've got a few little bits. Oh, yeah? Um, there is a new beer mm-hmm. um, brewed by um, Stone Brewing. Oh, yeah. Big old big old brewery, um, which is called the Full Circle Pale Ale. Mm. And Intrigue. Intrigues. It's um, brewed with reused water with waste water mm. um, that's the full, full, full circle, circle. Um, nice. apparently it's very good it's only it's available just at their brewery bar in San Diego okay 
And well, that makes sense because then why, if you're being green, you yeah. can't be shipping it all over. It all over the world, do you? Uh, smart move there, marketing. So, yeah, it's apparently very, very good. Um, full circle. Full circle pale ale. Pale ale. Very nice. Nice, nice idea, I suppose, isn't it? That is a nice idea. I've got a green, a green beer news story. Look at us. An eco beer. Beer giant, AB InBev, mm. have committed to source 100% of the power that it purchases and uses in its breweries from renewable sources by 2025. That's good, isn't it? That's kind of huge. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. 100%. All of it by 2025, yeah, they say. Um, they're hoping to that will cut their carbon footprint by around 30%, which is the equivalent of taking half a million cars off the road each year. That's very good. Pretty good. Uh, the company, in case you don't know, who own loads of stuff, they've Budweiser, Corona, and like millions of beer brands. Um, it's started its transition with a Mexican energy firm, which is going to start providing renewable power to its huge brewery that makes Corona in Mexico. Right. And this one deal will increase Mexico's wind and solar energy capacity by more than 5%. Just to power the Corona Brewery. That's quite a lot of, quite a lot of Corona, isn't it? I like that. So, and that will come online in the first half of twenty nineteen. So, Corona will be the eco drink of choice. Well, I'm glad to hear it. That's yeah. I think the, the, it's like the whole town is this mm. Corona Brewery. It's just an enormous old. I think didn't we talk about it last yeah, year? We, in the, like it, there was water shortages yeah, in right. the region, yeah. but the Corona Brewery was output was higher than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Can we drink some water? Hey, yeah. there's Corona to be made, okay? Yeah. The quantum of solace. Yeah. <laughs> we made. So, to, to combat that negative quantum of solace press. Yeah, that's very good. It's all going eco. Oh, I'm glad to hear. They're getting their, getting their act together. Yeah, that sounds kind of it's good stuff. That's good news, yeah. So, I've got a couple of words for my craft lager, Alex. Yeah. How are you doing? A couple of words, yeah. A couple of words? Yeah. Alright, let's swap. And we'll move on to the Hackney Hair. Shall we open these up? Good fizz. That's a nice colour. Oh yeah, it's golden. Cheers. Cheers. All hoppy. Very hoppy, yeah. Nice. Again, a lovely label. I like these. Good brand. Delicious beer, then. That's very good. So the... Uh, Hackney Hair Pale Ale, also 4.2%. They say it's a lighter variation on their favourite transatlantic style. Uh, this beer has a rich malt base, giving it a warm amber colour. Yeah. That's, that's a good description. Yeah, warm amber, yeah. And a delicious body of flavour. It is brewed with high quality American aroma hops to make it refreshing and hoppy. So they're American aroma hops, but it's not an American pale ale. Apparently not, I think. But they do it they do an American pale ale, so we'll right. We can bridge that in a future yeah, show. Sure, yeah, yeah. com for a little uh, for a little side note. They say it's fruity and fearless. Fearless. That's what they say. All right. Yeah. So while we again sip away and we think of some tasting notes, do you want to? We both got games this week. Yeah. Fun games. So since it's a uh, magic spells brewery, yes. I thought I'd go along the magic theme. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a spell to you from, oh, yeah. the, from the Harry Potter world. Oh, Christ. And 
you're going to have to tell me whether it's a real spell or it's I've made it up. Oh, fine. The Good. game is called Lumos or Lumos Be Joking. Oh, very nice. Oh, good puns. Thanks. Prior Incantanto. I think it's probably too suggestive, so I'm going to say Lumos Be Joking. No, that's Lumos. Oh. Um, it causes the echo of the last spell cast by wands to emanate from it. So you, you know, so oh, it's like it's like uh, Redar. It's a bit like Redar, yeah. Redar. Um, Wand Redar. Wand Redar. Oh. That's what they should call it, not Prairie. How did you come, how one. did you find all of these? You didn't have to trawl the Harry Potter books, did you? No, no, no. There's there's dedicated dedicated spells websites. Oh, Christ! Of course. Okay, number two. Yes. Um, Valentem Porcos. I don't know if it's the way that you were said that, but it's uh, in fact a bit Spanishy. So I'm again going to guess. Uh, Lou must be joking. You're correct. I've made it up. That yeah. is the Latin for flying pigs. Flying pigs. Very nice. Tarantalegra. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds good. It sounds forceful. I'm going to say Lumos. Lumos. It makes the victim's legs dance uncontrollably. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Pleasing. Densalgio. Densalgio. Hmm. No, it's not something I recognise. I haven't recognised any of these, and I have read all but the last Harry Potter Yeah, book. these are quite obscure spells. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Lumos be joking. No, that's Lumos. Okay. Um, this, co- this hex causes the victim's teeth to grow rapidly. <laughs> but it can also be used to restore lost teeth, as proven when Ted Tonks did so in 1997 for Harry Potter. In 1997? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. No, I don't know where they got the... Yeah, from here, anyway, Ted Tonks. Okay. Then Sergio. Okay, very nice. Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, come on now. Everybody knows that one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only one. one. All right. Oh, you threw me a bone. That's, yeah, a, that's bone. a real one. Lumos. Okay. Delectamenti Servicium. Oh, come on now. That sounds like something you'd say to a waiter or your compliment to a chef. So, uh, <laughs> Lumos be joking. Lumos be joking, he's right. That means delicious beer. Delicious beer. Yeah. Latin, you see, I've got yeah. that meaning. We can say anything in Latin; it will sound like a spell. They're not convincing, not enough. That's true. Anything. That's true. Not anything, but most, I think. All right, last one. Mm. This is a difficult one to say. Um, incantatoribus. Incantatoribus. Now the toribus bit makes me feel like star signs and that kind of stuff. I'm gonna go. Lou must be joking. Lou must be joking. <sighs> Correct. That is the Latin for magic spells. Oh, nice. Okay, so I won your game. Yeah, you did. But would you, will you triumph in my game, which is called Magician or Puff of Smoke? Okay? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, are these the names of real magicians, or have I made them up? Okay. Okay? Yeah. And this also has an odd number, in case there oh, is a tie-break scenario. Good. That's a relief. First one. Fergus Gordon Acorn, a.k.a. Wizardus. Um, magician. That is a real magician. Uh, born 10th of December 1918, he started his conjuring life as Wizardus, age 18, which at the time made him the youngest member of the Magic Circle. He's still alive. He is now the longest-serving member of the Magic Circle. 
During the Second World War, he was captured by the Japanese during the fall of Singapore, and he was one of the soldiers who worked on the Burma Railway, including the famous bridge on the River Kwai. In 2016, he featured in the 10th series of Britain's Got Talent uh, as part of the final act of magician Richard Jones, who eventually won the competition. Huh. He's had quite a life, hasn't he? What a, what a life. What a guy. Wizardous. Good okay. Game. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. The Flying Sorcerer. <laughs> the Flying Sorcerer. Um... I'm going to go Puff of Smoke. That's Puff of Smoke. You're two from two. I just like the pun. Yeah, that's really nice, yeah. Any history about that? Yeah, yeah there's nothing behind that. No. Eric Weitz or Harry Weiss? Or? Yeah, so this person has had, used a couple of names. Oh, okay. Um, well, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I see a flaw here. I'll go magician. That's true. It is a magician. I was hoping to trip you up. I think any of the ones where there's like a second name, <laughs> that's probably going to be a real person. Mm. I don't know. Just for, for future reference. That's that could it. Be a, a, a Damn it. Because that was, that was my big curveball because <laughs> that this person is more famously known by their third AKA, which is Harry Houdini. Oh, Harry Houdini. Yeah. I got, I'd have got that one. There you go. The famous Hungarian-American illusionist and stunt performer. Noted for his sensational escape acts, he first attracted notice in vaudeville in the US with as known as Harry Handcuff Houdini. He then went on a tour of Europe where he challenged police forces to keep him locked up and he would obviously escape from their cells. Yeah. In 1904, thousands watched as he tried to escape from special handcuffs commissioned by London's Daily Mirror newspaper. Houdini was also a keen aviator and aimed to become the first man to fly a plane in Australia. Wow. which I haven't been able to verify because the internet is the internet and lots of websites say he was the first man really? to ever fly a plane in Australia but I do not trust those URLs oh, only in Australia yeah 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 not just not because that wasn't yeah they definitely yeah, yeah okay good yeah yeah so like the Wright brothers yeah. have well long done it yeah, but yeah. obviously then it was like if we just fly it in different places we'll bring uh, it yeah okay Faye Presto <laughs> that's really nice um, magician. Magician. Stage name of Letitia Winter is magician and member of the Inner Magic Circle. In 2001, Faye Presto played herself in ITV's Emmerdale. Hmm. In 1998, she was voted Party Entertainer of the Year by Tatler magazine. She kind of pioneered and pushed the genre of close-up magic. Okay. And she would perform her that kind of close-up magic routines around like restaurants in London. So like sleight of hand things. Sleight of hand, like right in your face as you're having some steak. Yeah. You're on a roll here. That's four from four. Four from four, yeah. So you're untouchable now. Oh, that's, that's a relief. The wind's in the back. Number five. Princess Tiami. Puff of smoke. It's a puff of smoke, but is a real person, this one. <laughs> that is the name of the daughter of Katie Price and Peter Andre. Is that right? Yeah. Princess Tiami. Yeah, that's right. There's three I's in Tiami and two A's. The Great Lafayette. Oh, I think I've heard of this one. Magician. Magician. Believed to be the highest paid entertainer of his time, the flamboyant magician born Sigmund Neuberger in Munich in 1871 met his untimely death in Edinburgh in the notorious Empire Palace Theatre fire of 1911 hmm. while performing his signature Lion's Bride illusion which involved him swapping places with a live lion. 
Such was his hold on the public that when a stage lamp fell and ignited the set as he took his final bow, the audience assumed it was all part of the show. They sat and watched while the illusionist, ten other crew members and a menagerie of animals, including the lion, were incinerated as the orchestra struck up the national anthem. Christ. How's that for a story? That's ridiculous. There you go. That's how... They just sat and watched. That's how Sigmund went, yeah. Final one. Cal-El. Cal-El. Or Cal-El. Magician. Not a magician. That is Superman's birth name. And also the name of Nicolas Cage's youngest son. He decided to name his <laughs> one of his sons after Superman. Yeah, good for him. Cal L. Cal L. Yeah. Well, very good. So a claw of consolation point back there. But there you go. That was my game. Very enjoyable. How are you enjoying the uh, Hackney hair? I think I prefer it to the Gravelager. I think is that because it's just got the more hoppy, Maybe darker. Yeah, probably, yeah. Hmm. Um, right. I've got a couple of words. Um, shall we rattle through them? So, what did you think? The craft lager tasted or reminded you of, Alex? Um, the two words I got yeah. were honey uh-huh. and toast. Honey and toast, certainly. A bit of body to it, yeah. definitely. That was absolutely. Uh, I kind of, yeah, the sweetness, I got caramel. Mm-hmm. And then a feeling, perhaps, of just the general atmosphere at the moment as well, but spring-like. Spring-like? It was refreshing. Yeah. It was floral. Yeah, it was. It was very nice. It was a good beer, wasn't it? A very good lager. A very good lager. Hackney hair, I've gone with bubblegum mm. and marshmallows. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was quite foamy. Yeah. Bit bit sweet. Quite sweet, isn't it? Uh, perhaps a bit fruity. Yeah. I, I mean, we're on the same same page. Oh, uh, yeah? I've gone lemon. Okay. Fruity. Yeah. And a refresher bar. Refresher bar. Here we go. Bubblegum. Look at that. Ooh, that's close. Isn't it? It's rare that we're that close. It's, yeah, it's rare. It's nice. I mean, it's not. They're both great beers. If I'm, plus if I'm seeing loads of lagers lined up, I'm going to pick this craft lager. I can't think of a a lager you prefer. Yeah, I can't really. You're think. saying it's the best lager you ever drunk. But I just can't think of. All oh, right. It was a bit of a politician's answer, really. Yeah. I mean, we're both big fans of pale ale, and how how does the Hackney hair rate up there? I think it's yeah, it's it's, it's very good. It's uh. Yeah, I think I mean it's, it's it's very drinkable, but as you said, it hasn't got it's, it's not there's no like real distinctive mm. flavour. I'm not sure I'd be able to pick it out of a lineup, which is fine. Yeah, it's delicious. There's a high bar with lots yeah. of these craft pale ales, and it and it's in that category, like it's up there, and it's in that group. But you just you know, it's it's like the championship. It's all they're all vying. Anyone can win it. Anyone can win the championship, can't they? Exactly. Yeah, that's the, exactly. Yeah. There you go. So, a <laughs> couple of nice beers from Magic Spells Brewery, and um, if you like what you heard, you can find them online. And if you're in London, there's a few stockists. Um, we're going to be featuring a couple more beers from this brewery uh, in a future podcast, so stay tuned for that. If you'd like to suggest any beers for us to try on the show, do find us on Twitter, Instagram, or on email twobeershow at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. Thanks very much.